Hi guys and welcome back to Investing Should Be Easy. I'm Alex, your host, and today's show is going to be a little different than normal, but um, before we jump into anything, I wanted to uh, apologize and say sorry for the hiatus. Um, I've got a newborn child, and uh, as anybody knows out there with a child, they can take up a lot of your time. Not going to go into too much detail on that, but I'll try to stop the hiatus, I'll try to get a little more of a regular show out to you guys. Um, I know it's been a little infrequent, and uh, again, apologize for that, but I think we should be good going forward. So, before we jump into today's show, I wanted to do a quick little parent corner of the things that happen when you're a new dad. So, um, this morning, around, I don't know, 6, 7 a.m., I was uh, trying to pull my laptop out of my bag. And uh, you know those little uh, those little bags that are sold inside garment bags, backpacks. They're um they're actually called. I looked this up today. They're called silica gel. And basically, what they, those little bags that you buy them, they're they say do not eat on them. They they're used for keeping moisture out of the bags and protecting against molds. So that way, when you buy it, you don't have something that's growing something inside of it. Anyways, so the little bag gets caught on the corner of my laptop. The laptop somehow grabbed it, sliced the bag open. All these little silicon pebbles got flying all over the place. And now I'm stuck with these little pebbles on the floor while I'm holding my daughter. And it's piercing the crap out of the bottom of my foot. And uh, I was trying not to trip and fall at the same time. So that's uh, that was the start of my day. And that's the start of my, uh, my parent corner. These are the things that happen when you have a newborn child and um, as anybody knows a parent you can you'll be able to uh, recognize that same situation so in today's show what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through how do you pick out investments and how do you find actual good companies to look for what how do you analyze them as well before we get started just go ahead and uh, let you know if you want to send an email in like the one that again for this show was um, alex.richwagon at gmail.com or visit the website alex richwagon.com. So let's go ahead and jump right in. And first, cue the music. Investing should be easy. All right, we got that music playing. That's good. So in today's and today, and probably we're going to do a series of these over the next uh, few weeks over the, until we um, actually reach uh, 2018, is how do you find your investments and how do you find a good investment? And there's a so- series of ways you can do this depending on how sophisticated you want to get into the show. For the last several months, I've been reviewing companies that appear on Drip plans, um, those are like computershare.com and Wells Fargo because of the ease of investing regularly on low standard rates at like $25, $50 a month instead of just buying random stocks. And those seem to work out really well for me, and I know other people like them as well, but I wanted to provide other ideas or um, things that you could, you could use as far as in your show. And the first way we're going to tackle is going to be very easy for you to understand. It's what I want to call common sense investing and what do i mean by common sense investing i'm saying basically you are an everyday consumer you're you interact with a lot of products more than you ever will probably even think about over the scale of time so 
one of the things I wanted to do was kind of walk through a typical day of a consumer, but also pick up the type of companies that you interact with all the time. And I think that's important because once you start becoming a more sophisticated consumer, you can start to really understand other companies and what other consumers are using, like your friends, your family. If you start seeing the same people, odds are they'll have a good representation of other demographics around people that do use the same exact products and services just like you all the time. In this portion, you'll just start getting used to it a little bit more. So a typical consumer experience, I'm going to walk you through a day like you know, something that I would go through. Well, you wake up to start the day and you'll turn off your Sony alarm clock. Sony, there's a brand right there. And then, you know, it's time to start to brush your teeth and turn the water on. And you might grab a Procter & Gamble toothbrush and rinse with possibly like Listerine. Once you're done brushing your teeth with uh, Johnson & Johnson Listerine, you might even use their dental floss. Before you even did that, though, you probably turned on the lights. And who does your light? Who does your light bill? Well, depending on where you are in the United States, a lot of homes are powered by Duke Energy. They are a huge conglomerate in energy. So you might have just turned on Duke Energy right there, which their stock symbol is D-U-K. And then if you did brush your teeth and do you know, the floss and all that stuff, you may have had your water come on from, let's say, Aqua America. Aqua America is a water utility company that powers a great amount of the United States as well. And I think that right now are a mid-cap uh, value company. After you use the bathroom, use a few more products from Maple Proper and Gamble, maybe some toilet paper, paper towels, and then you start getting dressed. Well, where did you get dressed from? Did you Are you going for a run before you go out to work? Did you use your Nike shoes? Did you use your Adidas shoes? Did you use Under Armour shoes? Maybe some outfits there as well. What about your clothes? If you went shopping at the mall, maybe you went to Macy's. Macy's stock symbol is M. You went downstairs and you're like, hey, you know what? This morning I really feel like getting some, um, some syrup and waffles. Well, your waffles just happen to be at the freezer of Eggo Waffles, which is Kellogg's. Their stock symbol is K. And while you're while you're looking waiting for your waffles, you're kind of like, oh, I need to check my email. Let me let me go ahead and grab my iPhone. That's an Apple product. And my provider is AT&T, so their stock symbol is T. And they also provide your Wi-Fi. So you did all those things just before you even left the house. But before you left the house, you're not exclusively an Apple provider. Sometimes you use your tablet. You could look at your Google tablet, which their stock symbol is G-O-O-G, and look at your emails in your uh, Microsoft Outlook, which is uh, Microsoft MSFT. You haven't even left the house. You've already gone through maybe 10 to 12 companies that are all potential investments. So let's just stop there and take a look, for example. Do you know anybody else that constantly has to pay their utility bills or how you use all the same product, the same toilet paper? You don't have to ask these questions. You just kind of kind of observe the next time you go to somebody's house. I guarantee you they're doing the same exact thing. And this is how they, these large conglomerate companies constantly grow. They pay a dividend. They do all these things that are very, I would say, static, if you will, and why they grow and pay those dividends. After breakfast... You, you need a little pick-me-up, 
and you head to uh, Starbucks, that's S-Bucks, and you've got your Toyota, Toyota 4Runner SUV, stock symbol there is Toyota's TM, and you even go by Chevron because you need some gas for uh, some gas, and that's uh, Chevron CVX. So now we're on the way to work. Oh, man, you know what? Your neighbor you know, paid you a check because you have to split the cost of fencing costs. They give you a check from Wells Fargo. That's WF. Get to work. You're doing your regular job. And then, oh, I need to get some uh, some food for Fido. I got to run to PetSmart. PetSmart, another company. It's uh, P-E-T-M. Then you know what? Before you head back to work, it's it's somebody's birthday this week. You got to start by Target and grab some Diet Coke. So Target's TGT. Diet Coke is owned by Coca-Cola. That's KO. And one of your coworkers, they you know what? They wanted this week for their uh, their luncheon was pizza, but they wanted it by Papa John's. That's PZZA. So again, another five six companies that you constantly interact with on a daily basis. After you go to Target. Uh, on the lunch break, you've got probably another 30 minutes. Your friends text you and say, hey, you want to stop by Bahama Breeze? That's a Darden restaurant. That's DRI. Just to you know, catch up and whatnot. Before you meet your friends, you go ahead and make sure you check your iPhone again. You look at your Facebook status, what your page, what's going on people this weekend, which is FB for Facebook. Go back to work. You finish out your day. On the way home, your spouse calls and says, hey, can you, can you stop by Costco on the way home? And grab some extra steaks. The in-laws are coming home. We might have enough for everybody. Costco is uh, C-O-S-T. So another provider there. I, we just get home. I haven't even talked about turning on a TV that could be sold by Best Buy or other things along the connectivity that could be semiconductors. I just went through a typical day in your consumer. Odds are some of that does reflect on something that you do on a daily basis. That's over 20 companies in just a day. And if you think about all the other things that we could have mentioned, maybe you go to Home Depot, their stock symbols HD or Lowe's. You, you're going to interact with another suppliers. What are the lumber companies that are supplying those, supplying their, uh, their, their, um, ah, what, can, what am I trying to say? Supplying, supplying all the, um, you know, inventory, if you will. So this is the kind of typical day that, a typical consumer will go through and kind of start to take all of those items and say, common sense investing. How many other people use the same and have the same demand on a daily basis that could possibly have the same experience and going, you know what? Everybody else goes through the exact same thing. And it's not that uncommon for somebody else to do those things because that's what I want to say with common sense investing is you're going to go through all of these companies on a daily basis. Maybe there's something specific. You're like, oh my God, the demand for this product is unbelievable. I went to the mall this weekend. I tried to buy it on Amazon, another stock symbol, M-A-M-Z-N, and they're completely sold out. I need to buy this toy that Fisher Price makes for my daughter, and I can't find it anywhere. Start thinking about that stuff. Start becoming a more educated consumer and using your your expertise the things that make you really smart as a shopper when you're shopping for deals and other people are shopping for the same thing think about that in terms of i wonder if other people do that and what's that company do as far as their investment strategy and could i would i want to invest in those companies and start to become just a little more sophisticated so that's um those are some of the things that i think about when whatever i'm out now um, try to use that common sense investing. I'll give you one quick story. 
when I first moved to uh, the west coast of Florida in Tampa, my uh, my wife and I we moved into a townhouse and our electric company, which was new to me, it was called uh, Tico, T-E-C-O, and Tico was the electric electric provider for the lights, um, you know, whole the whole complex, if you will, and. Within the first month, Tico came out and they did an energy assessment on my place. They sent a tech out and offered to replace my thermostat, check my water heater, give me ideal settings to not only reduce my costs, but also make it the most efficient possible, which would, again, save me a lot of money. They did all of this for free. I was absolutely blown away. I came, I moved over from Orlando and we had a progressive, uh, progressive energy, something like that. Beforehand, it was eventually bought out by Duke Energy, and I was just so impressed by their services, how they did things, how they treated their customers, that my common sense woke up. I started looking at it, going, "Oh my gosh, this Tico company is publicly traded." I went and did the research, looked at their financials, make sure that it was a healthy company, and they did really, really well. I started investing in with her for a two-year period. And then all of a sudden they got bought out by a bigger conglomerate and the stock price went up, I think like 30%. So I made 40, 50% in two years just because I had my, not only my consumer hat on, but my common sense investor hat on at the same time, because that's what made me realize that that investment exists and it could be a good investment for me. They paid a good dividend. Again, they treated their customers. Fantastic. All of that resonated to me to say, Hey, um, this is something I want to take a look into. I did the research and then invested the company and made a made a pretty good return on it. So that's that's a personal story for me. I'm sure you've been wowed or not so wowed by a customer experience. If you ever had a cell phone cell phone provider that treated you really poorly, how many other people go through that same experience? Always keep that consumer educational hat on as you go through your day to day. And that could be a typical, that could be a, a potential solution to looking for possible investments. So just things to keep in mind, things to, you know, always to think about of that's one way that I like to always look for ideas as far as investing strategies. I went through again, 20, 30 companies right there. Just off whim, I found an electric company that I wasn't even trying to find and invested with them, made a good return. And that's one way that can fit you really well. Um, so you don't have to put too much thoughts into it. Sometimes you don't have to worry about the fundamentals. It's just investing in companies you believe in. I'll never forget the first time I went to a Chipotle in like 2004 and the demand was like so crazy. I know they've got some issues right now with their uh, their queso um, and uh, some possible other issues, but they were great at the start and the companies had exponential growth. Think about the first time you saw an iPod or an iPhone and the beauty and sophistication it had into it. So keep your eyes open. That's one way is the common sense way of investing. Next week, we're going to go through what I would call a stock screener way, which would be a Wall Street way. And that's how you kind of get a little more sophisticated. And we'll talk about the different ratios you use and the ways that you can kind of find other investings a little more sophisticated. But just there's going to be a little bit for everybody else. So this will be part one in the series for education on finding investments. If you have any um, questions or feedback about today's show, Again, this came in as an idea from an emailer, so I thought it was a good thing. We'll take a look at it. I've got that email right now, so apologize if I don't credit your name out there. But um, go ahead and send me a note at uh, alex.richwagon 
at gmail.com, and that's G-E-N at the end of Richwagon, or go ahead and visit the website, alexrichwagon.com. Hope you guys uh, have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you uh, next week, and uh, that'll be uh, how we go the rest of the year. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.